welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. All right, cool. I'm going to set up uh, a new call. What? I'll be right back. Oh, what, what, happened, up? what happened to your finger? I uh, just finger? cut it with a knife. <laughs> oh, so you're a loser. Yeah. Uh, I don't, uh, how? <laughs> how? Yep, see you how? on the next call. <laughs> posted like five minutes ago the one about the, the article no 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 um first of all that was the most ridiculous thing ridiculous. i've ever was that not the david letterman so, thing the david letterman thing yeah I, so oh <laughs> I, that was absurd i'm just making a david letterman post so i was like oh let's see yeah. if i can get a fun fact about this night and so i look up like david letterman new jersey devils nothing pops up i'm basically just looking for some background about the post I go on uh-huh. this this website and the, yeah, the article title is David Letterman's top five hockey references in top ten lists. What like, does that right? even mean? What the fuck is this article about? Are we talking about <laughs> are we talking about lists? Are we talking about hockey moments? Are we talking about David Letterman? I have no idea. But no, I'm talking about the story right after. I'm I driving home from um, dropping off a gift for producer Gary that we will get to later in the episode, and uh, and I see this like plain white van coop and <laughs> I saw um, that. yeah it's like a van and i've already gotten so, some people hit me back with feedback i have a question for you guys about so basically if if people haven't seen it or it's gone now by the time this comes out um there was this white van and on the back it said uh caution uh, school, school vehicle. bus vehicle school vehicle and i would argue only the first half of that sign needs to stick around. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely say caution. caution for sure. Yeah. yeah. Since when did we start gentrifying kidnapping vehicles into school buses? That feels like something yeah. that we can uh, distance ourselves from. Agreed. But I had people hit me up, like, uh, and, and like good friends of mine, just uh, two people were like, hey, you didn't black out the license plate, which um, I, th- I thought about and I was like, who cares? Right? <laughs> this if it was happening. like somebody's car that you knew, or like even then, I, I don't like, even get why yeah. people. Why do people blank out license plates? You know, I I can see you on the road. Yeah, anyone like could have just been beside me in the other lane. And I'm not a crazy person. I'm not gonna look up that guy's plates and find out his like identification. What are you gonna do with it? What yeah, his it, name? Maybe I don't know what the point. But is. in addition to that, like it's a school vehicle, so it's yeah. not likely registered to an individual, but rather a. Uh, uh, yeah, school board? It's, something. It's a, it, yeah, it's a yeah, school something. vehicle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> quote unquote. Home, yeah, homeschool. Yeah. Okay, guys, welcome, welcome to episode five of season two of the Run Amok Podcast. Shout out to Kevin Garnett, guys. A wild, wild bachelor episode. We're gonna get into some NBA stuff. We're gonna have Caleb back. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Well, we don't know if we're gonna get Caleb back. I, <laughs> we might. We might. Just a little insight to the people. Every week, I, I throw out the time, let them let everyone know when the NBA stuff is up, and uh, never have I and never have I gotten <laughs> any feedback from Caleb. Like, hey, any response? And then yeah. sometimes you'll just 
have a little complaint about it. Like this is way back pre-quarantine in a different world. And you'd be like, huh. Like I was going on a run with that. And that's how every Caleb impression starts. First of all, goes, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. And he goes, huh, you're really on a roll with those picks, eh? I'm like, uh, sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. He goes, yeah. It's because you're picking all the games. That's why. Dude, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't go radio silent for eight months at a time and then be like, but I think I should have some input on the games. I don't know. You might be, you might be, and I hope you're not, you might be dead. You could be dead and I would have no way of knowing, but we will see Kale. But before we get into everything, I just wanted to, uh, to jump into a few and redress a few, a few different things because Gary, you and I talked about something a couple months ago that I think Coop, I think you would be interested in because okay. look, first of all, I'd like to say, I don't think I know that I'm not above nerddom. I'm a nerd in a bunch of different ways. I know it's hard to believe. You say, oh, David, you've got the chiseled body of a, a, a young Hercules. I know, I know you think, oh, you've got a jawline that could cut glass. You're not a nerd, but I, I am in some ways. And, <laughs> but I love Quora, first of all. Oh, Coop, you were here for our Quora talk, I think. I love this website. I yeah, love it. I believe so. It's so fun because I get little emails of these little curated things. But I, I've ruined this experience for myself because I used to get really interesting things, but it curates it to a such, such an extreme level mm-hmm. that I started commenting on all the Star Wars posts that I would get. <laughs> and I would start, uh, I was trolling the Star Wars community being like, they would be like, oh, hypothetically, if Darth Vader didn't have his limb cut off, would he be the strongest ever? And I'd be like, no, I don't think so because it's not real. You know, and I would be just like, who would fight in a, in a fight between Yoda and fucking uh, Count Darthmas? Who would win? I'd be like, oh, I'd probably have to uh, put it a draw because both of them are made up people. And just like, just like end the debate because these debates go so long. And I was like, oh, this stupid nerd stuff. I'll never care about it. And now, first of all, my Quora, I get nothing besides Star Wars, Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And it's very in-depth, very in-depth. <laughs> because I was going down the rabbit hole talking about these hypothetical debates. Like, I am in it. And the tough part is, is that I'm invested. Now I kind of care. I, I, now I, I'm, like, it. actually reading them. And I'm not posting, like, my own thoughts because I'm a very... Well, like, I, are you doing any research behind any of your posts? I am not posting the Star Wars (laughs) content. That would, that's the next step, I guess, is that I'm asking questions. They're a condescending community. That's why they deserve it a little bit. Because if I ask something, they're not going to be like, oh, let me guide you. I have a foot in that community. I'm a big So this is what I wanted to say. Yeah. How do you, how are you, are you standing up for, for your community? Well, do I, I, like, I obviously think you should be banned. Like that's like the, the fact that you'd go in there and like just disrupt people's day-to-day lives like why would you do that okay so do you mean banned from like certain communities or just banned from quora any fandom communities for sure <laughs> yeah that's fair that, no. that you don't like associate with yourself mm. i think there are oh so i have to like register to the government as a star <laughs> yeah. yes fan. yeah or no. like a board of directors yeah but i think the interesting thing about star wars fans is there are two or like multiple distinct tiers. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it might be a spectrum, is what it is. <laughs> it is very much. Yeah. Yeah. There, it is a. There is a spectrum because 
you know, there's people who love the movie. There are people I know who watch them every year. It's like, okay, this is a Star Wars time. I do it on yeah. the, the eighth, eighth week of the year. I watch all, all of them. All the, May, the, May, actually, it's May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Oh, that's right. Star Wars yeah. Day. Okay, but cool. One that had, had I gotten the chance to ask the question pre-ban, maybe I would have learned that. This is why you got to keep the doors open for people in the community. But then there's the people who are like, you know, going to comic-con every year and again i'm saying this with no judgment i'm just saying like i actually really i admire the people who are finet the highest level of fanatics the most because there's so much societal pressure like there's so much societal pressure to be like you know people are uh, saying bullshit like oh de develop a personality or like oh uh, better yourself or, or yeah. like oh fi okay. find find like uh, a romantic partner at some point in your life and all these people are brave enough to say no, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to do any of those things. I can be. I can be my own person, and that's why. That's why I respect them so much. You guys have a similar respect for the community. I mean, yeah, Carson. Speaking as a member of the community, do you have respect sure. for yourself? Is that's what they're asking? That's what. Of course, I do. Asking. Of course I do. No, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying you should. And as being a member of the community, you're aware of the different levels or the different. Uh, yeah. Uh, meters of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'd say I'm in the community. I would. <laughs> no, you're banned. Fact, you just I'm, gate banned. I'm gatekeeping right now. You're not allowed. <laughs> oh, <in. no>. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Okay, and you know what? Fair enough. They told me that someone would get in touch with me this week to. Yeah, it's uh, me. Just, Little did you know it's one of your own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's never. Oh, you never. You never see it coming. Um, but yeah, so I'll I'll follow up next week to. Uh, to let you guys know the answer of who would win a fight between Count Dooku and General Grievous, and uh, then we can follow up. <laughs> now, I uh, I had a little bit of a thought last night, Coop, and you'll notice um, just instinctually as I said that I, I want to kind of touch touch my mustache right now, and I'll notice you you're sporting one as well. I am. Um, and to that I say I don't know if you've ever been. Cheers. Cheers, my man. Cheers to the mustache brigade. And still <laughs> kind of left out over here. Uh, and we and we love you, Gary, but. <laughs> But and I should. wish I could cheers you. I wish I could. I just, I can't. At you guys, this you guys might, you might love me, but there's like a, there's a ceiling to that. If I don't have a mustache, uh, yeah. it's like a, there's a cap. There is a cap. Like yeah. I can never love you as much as I, I could a version of you in a different universe that has a mustache. And I, you know I, I understand. Mean? I understand. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Now what I was thinking is like, the mustache is a, is an interesting game because look, I was uh, and this whole story. This whole story is just uh, so I can point out to the fact that I was talking to a girl last night and brag about that. Um, but I was thinking like, as, well, no, uh, but uh, <laughs> or yes. However, that frames me. So that frames me in a good way or bad, depending on how the people will view me. It's either a yes or no uh, to that comment. But yeah. I was saying at the start of. Mm, I'll, I'll, for a lot of first dates, the start of a new flint. Sometimes I'll shave my mustache, and sometimes I won't, depending on oh. the situation. And mm. I was thinking, I think it, as much as I love a mustache, I think it might be a sign of blatant disrespect mm. to not shave it for a first date. And this is someone who loves a mustache. Do you do you agree? I, feel like... I, I honestly I couldn't agree more. And you know, <laughs> yeah. you know I'm a mustache man. But yeah. whenever I'm in, in like a new scenario. If yeah. I'm like going to teach at a new school, if I'm like starting a new whatever it is, you got to start clean because otherwise yeah. it can lead it can lead people to think the wrong thing. 
I don't want to make any assumptions on people with mustaches. Look, can I can I say first things first? There's no one further away from a pervert than Carson Cooper. Let me put that on the record. Thank you. Okay, there we go. And you can and you can tell any employer that. You okay. Get, yes, okay. I'll I will make sure they have the link. To but this, I know what uh, you mean. Podcast. There's a connotation. There can be a yeah. connotation, and you know what? Especially for someone like me and yourself, like we're seasonal mustache wearers. What does that mean? Especially for someone like me and well, you. Well, opposed to people who like sport a mustache. Oh, uh, 365 yes. days of the year yeah we're seasonal wearers it, we're seasonal wearers yeah right so I, I think i think that allows us to um kind of live two lives where people know us as but, as without the mustache uh, a clean yeah. respectable young boy and um with the mustache uh, a little freakier a little dirtier a little creepier yeah oh, a little okay. creepier i mean it's, it's just <laughs> i think that's just the perspective we give off yeah okay sure maybe well but you do what anyway. i want to no, know guess, though is what's, <laughs> what's the deciding factor on whether you shave it or you don't um and that yeah and this is where we get into a territory where i really don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because <laughs> i don't know who, who's listening or who's not i'm sure there's someone who i went on three dates with who was like are you fucking kidding me i lived through a mustache and you know what it's 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 a matter of investment sometimes i'll go sometimes i've got a date coming up and i've got like look the mustache i've got it trimmed right now like in a in a neat setting and sometimes i'll be before day i'll be like oh, my mustache is at like the perfect spot and i know that it'll make her like me less but oh, i don't really good. have a lot you of faith what? in this but thing. I'll, I'll i can argue it the other way just to maybe make some ladies feel better yeah, yeah yeah i'm not mean to feel better about this the situation yeah what if you're going out with the mustache I think you just be, you feel comfortable about the situation. You feel yeah. comfortable about the person you're with. You feel comfortable Maybe. to kind of be yourself. You don't have to kind of, sure. you know, shave it off to be someone else. You're just mm-hmm. doing your thing. Hell yeah, brother. I think on this podcast, we sure know how to sit on a fence. So uh, <laughs> what you can take from that is if I've been on a date with you and um, I've either had a mustache or not had a mustache, that's either a good or a bad thing. And in and either, way, yeah. either way or anywhere in between, maybe it means nothing. <laughs> No, I think it's a blatant sign of disrespect because our friend, our one friend who we allude to all the time, hilarious guy, one of my favorite people in the world, he started dating um, this girl, this girl that we know, great girl, great couple. And got a new job at the same time. Yes, mustache, mustache not present gone. for either. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, and he had a spectacular, and, uh, and I was thinking last night, ooh, like I was texting someone. I was like, I almost want to shave this right now just so I'm in like a clean cut <laughs> mindset. And then I went back and yeah. You know what? It's situational though, too. I think it's situational. Yeah. And I, yeah. Now, Gary, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I dropped something off of your house. Yes. And that's a great sweater, by the way, Coop. I love it. I appreciate it. It's my mother's. Is that, did you get, so you said, you just said said it's vintage? My mother's, yes. That's all. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no way you bought that. No, my dad has a, no like I've, I've scoured the internet for like some some sort of fleece like this uh, my father also has one with a darker darker blue mm-hmm. lining mm-hmm. the thing's just mm-hmm. way too big i mean it's like double xl and it looks like i'm wearing um you ever see those ads on instagram for i think it's called the hoodie it's like the the hoodie that you can like it's oh. like a, the size of a blanket and you kind of like live in it oh yeah, yeah. that's how it fits oh. on me uh, all my Instagram ads are Star Wars merch, but um, <laughs> I imagine that it, it's great. Well, Gary, I I, sorry, I gave the focus on the producer for four seconds before <laughs> turning off you. Now, it's fine. It's fine. We have one of my favorite people in the world, a dear, dear, dear friend of mine, nicest, sweetest, most awful person in the world, made us that thing. This, 
this yeah. little thing here so the cutest little Ooh. yeah i treasure it i truly treasure it with my life there was a fire it would be one of the first things i grabbed after an, uh probably 10 to 14 clothing items but uh no pictures but she loves producer gary and she knew that his birthday is coming up really? right producer gary it is February, so february 11th nine days in in a bag that i dropped off and look i'm not saying that i'm trying to like co-op this gift and that like 50 percent of it's mine but she sent the item it came in a box because it was sent from far away and i then put it in a bag with tissue paper so um i think 50 50 split seems fair she can get back to me on that but gary open it i have you opened okay. it already i, I, I didn't know we all i almost opened it at the door yes and then david stopped me i so stopped you yeah i'll open it now it's at my feet i'll yeah and for the beautiful beautiful wrapping that's the sound of tissue paper yep because uh, that's my part yep (laughs) here it is boom oh so it's a plain black hat but you gotta show what it says on the back we're missing that yeah yeah it says a wet bird never flies at night dude she stitched that herself yeah that's That's dope she didn't send out for it yeah so shout out to uh, i'm always so skeptical and obviously i'm gonna wear it this way right (laughs) (laughs) with your hood up yeah with my hood up yep yeah awesome as it as it was intended yeah we are not a backwards hat we're like uh, oh there it is you look handsome as hell too dude perfect oh now just imagine you with a mustache i would honestly oh oh my then we would finally make some money on this podcast we would finally be friends all three of us speaking (laughs) of money speaking of money a lot of Look, we got a lot of good feedback on our blockbuster sponsorship. Yeah, we're making some money. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother. We got a uh, we got another sponsorship this week, and it's topical. Guys, have you guys heard of Robinhood, the yes. trading app? Well, yes. this week, yes. shout outs because they uh, they espouse a lot of the same values that we have. You know, um, honor, consistency, integrity. And putting the people first. So mm-hmm. this week we have accepted a lucrative, lucrative offer uh, to to partner with Robinhood. Now all you have to do is in the app Robinhood, put in code Run Amok in the app, and Robinhood will give you one free app. And then for you, when it dips in value on that low dip, they'll even sell it for you. So you don't even have to worry about that. So that it and it just goes back to one of our key. Um, I guess slogans, credences on the podcast is buy high, sell uh-huh. low. That's mm-hmm. what this podcast is all about. So yeah. Robin Hood, power to the players, as as they say. So shout out to Robin Hood. Now, guys, are you ready to jump in to a little bit of Bachelor Talk? Yes, sir. I all right. sure am. fellas now i honestly and i feel like you guys feel the same before we jump into this episode before we jump into actually we got to talk about dylan barber's tweet fest yeah beforehand coop um so but i don't know about you guys but i really truly this is i know we don't try to pick favorite segments on the podcast because each podcast segment is like my child but 
This is my favorite, man. Oh, we, yeah, we do have favorites. Is, uh, we do I, have God, favorites. Oh, have I favorites. love talking batch with you boys. And yeah. look, I don't want to say, look, maybe people can disagree. That's totally fair. I would take our Bachelor recap almost over pretty much anyone else's. And because so many Bachelor recaps are Bachelor contestants. I don't care <laughs> if you're not giving me, like, if you're not Dylan Barber yeah, going if you're not giving me some key, being like, this is yeah. exclusive information, it's like, Nick Vial, I don't need your relationship advice. I've seen yeah. you <laughs> flop 18 engagements. He's like, oh, well, I would do it uh, this way. Yeah, so if they're doing the opposite, they're probably doing, probably it, doing it right. Yeah. Job. yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so let's jump in. Before we jump into the most recent episode of The Bachelor, Dylan Barber, who got engaged to Hannah B? No, Hannah G. Hannah G on uh, yeah. Bachelor in Paradise a couple, couple years ago. We love him. We're a big fan of him. Caleb hates him. We're, I'm, we're not even going to bring this up. We're not bringing it up. No, because, because it'll that, bring up an age-old argument about uh, Dylan and Blake, and we just can't go down that road. What do you think? I think Dylan is Caleb's uh, cousin, and his parents always wanted him to be like their son. It was like, why can't you just be more like Dylan? And, and Caleb's just been internalizing it for years. Yeah. And then someday he is going to kill him. And we're going to have to be on the news and pretend like we didn't see it coming. Like, it's going to be one of those news <laughs> interviews. Like, he seemed like such a nice guy. I never saw it in him. Um, and he will murder him. But earlier this week, Dylan Barber tweets, Cancel ABC and The Bachelor. Kind of want to air out their dirty laundry. Mom got me riled up, which taken out of context, mom got me riled up has got to be one of the uh, worst snippets. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so he does a little Q&A <laughs> with people on Twitter. And so I had a, a few. Look, look, I love Dylan. He didn't reveal that much. No, I thought he that did. Was like, be, no. Everything was just like a two word answer. He doesn't know that much, man. No, and he seemed like annoyed when people would ask questions. Like, dude, you're yeah. the one who started this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't think he knows that much. He, yeah, I agree. He, he was on the show. Ah, I was gonna say for a cup of coffee. He was there longer than that, but yeah, you wouldn't know that much, man. Like, you're not like, Nick Vial. If he wants to talk some shit, like, okay, yeah. you've been on the show 18 times. I'll, I'll, I'll believe you, but. Anyways, he tried, but he did offer some tidbits that I thought were really interesting, stuff that we talked about on this podcast. So I want to bring it, illuminate it for the people, if you will. So Brianna Lee at Breezy, it's a pretty cool uh, username. Uh, she goes, how do they know everyone's name on the first rose ceremony? Do they like, first of all, do they do like, they, why, why would you write, do you're they typing. like, you're typing, just yeah, speaking, cut out the fat, what is this? <laughs> Do they like have something in their ear to tell them to tell them and where to look? And they come out, say three names and go back. I thought that mm. one was fascinating oh. because we thought about it. it makes we so much sense. This before. I, yeah. honestly, I thought I went through all the tweets and I completely missed that one. See, that that's, one makes that's the most a really sense. good one. Yeah. Three names and go back. What? It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. But, and then Cl Cliff Legend. Ooh, I didn't look at these Ooh. usernames until now. Who is a very old guy with a hawaiian <laughs> shirt on and uh he's posing like this in his profile picture at cliff legend how do you get that username i don't know it kind of sounds like a quentin Tar Tar tarantino uh <laughs> it kind of sounds like a porn actor but yeah <laughs> either either or <laughs> he goes, and then he, he starts off the message with all right i'll bite which is awesome <laughs> you're just wasting characters he's gonna answer the question dude like he's trying to play it uh, playing hard to get he's like all yeah. right fine all right, I'll, you I'll got ask me. a question yeah whatever <laughs> pull yeah pull my teeth i'll do it and he goes uh 
when they give an edit to someone like Luke or Victoria, are they telling them to play up being an asshole or gently pushing them that way? Or is it all genuine? And I love this answer. He goes, it's easy to make a bad person look worse. It's hard to make a good person look bad, look bad yeah. which is what I love that. Cause that's so true, man. Like if you're an actual good person, they're not going to, if you're Maggie on yeah. the show, they're not going to be like, let's make Maggie look like the, it's just too much yeah. work. They're going like, yeah. to be an asshole here. Yeah. We, we've made it that way. So we yeah. casted <laughs> one. Um, so that one was, was illuminating. And uh, then we got one about if they they break off the engagement within two years, they got to give the ring back. Like, who gives a shit about that, man? That's yeah, not juicy. That's fair. Question. Whatever. Yeah. Um, now this is good. When a contestant goes to visit the bachelor or bachelorette in the room outside of normal date hours, shout out Ed. Was it actually <laughs> their idea, or the producers ask slash tell them to go? Because love this never works out. Always producer idea. Oh, yeah. So that that one was interesting as well. And then last one here, and maybe this can lead us in to maybe our thoughts about this episode. Is it obvious to everyone who the lead likes the most or do producers convince you that you still have a chance? And he goes, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Now, I know my man Dylan's moved on. There was a little bit of pain in there. It's like, yeah, it's pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah obvious. <laughs> pretty much waste my fucking time for two months. But show it to Dylan. And, uh, and he ends up, uh, ends the whole thing by saying, my last thought, they need you until they don't. Every person is a pawn in a larger scheme and they do not have contested best interests in mind. Mental health is not a concern. Multiple people develop issues post-show and they do nothing to help. If anything, they fuel hate. And to that, I say, no shit, dude. We watch reality TV you signed because up for they're going to do that. Yeah. It's like, it's a reality show. Like, I get it. I love Dylan. Give me more, man. So go ahead, yeah. start a podcast, but yeah. I want the real shit. Um, but that being said, let's jump in to a wild wild episode we start off at the rose ceremony and man we have anna we have victoria <laughs> first of all let's start with anna because we had anna Yikes. looking like she got called to the principal's <laughs> office oh my god i felt okay i, I felt that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got the anna face going early and we see dude the amount of of time that she's actually there she's there for like the first 10 minutes and she's gone yeah. she gets in like record number of grimaces she's oh, for sure. yeah. Yeah. yeah those yeah. teeth like her bottom teeth are just ground to uh to like dust by the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, i felt that feeling like it really reminds me of when i went through this like phase where i was addicted to throwing snowballs as a kid at recess like i was getting in so much trouble they were like we're gonna call your parents we're gonna send you home i was like i can't fucking help it i just gotta throw snowballs <laughs> i threw another one the next recess they caught me right away and like in that moment i i was and i was like shit i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the villain and now she tries hard hard yeah. to downplay what it was she goes oh yeah. it was an offhanded comment Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it was such a stupid thing that came she out quickly. It was so out of my character. Now, I want to get your thoughts on this. Because I think I think MJ and Anna, I think sure. it was very yeah, much a question of them realizing that they were going to look like the villain on TV. I think it was more so that than being sad they're not going to marry Matt. Yeah, for sure. The, the second she said it, she said it over and over again. Like, it was just an out-of-character remark. Like, I... Like, but it wasn't because the whole episode you were going around saying it over and over again. Remember that one scene where they were, um, we were talking about last week, how we're not sure if the cam or they knew the cameras were there when Victoria and her were talking mm -hmm. and they're yeah. just kind of casually, she just keeps repeating it, repeating it. The whole house knew before, like before the night was up. So obviously it's not a, 
offhanded remark or out of character of remark if, if you're spreading it like that. Uh, so no. It, it, it was so very obvious that, you know, they kind of got caught red-handed and they got real nervous. Hand in the cookie jar. What, yeah, exactly. And then Anna pulls out one of the worst fake cries we've ever seen. <laughs> um, she, look, and I'll say this. I, I don't mean this in a bad way because it's a weird phenomenon where she is gorgeous, like, right? She's very beautiful she's stunning it's the decisions that she's making with her face that it's just that's why i don't feel bad making fun of it. it's just like do something different with your face she can't it's the we caffeine have, it's the caffeine, we could have guessed. caffeine has caffeine. control is it yeah. <laughs> we could have guessed that she was going to be an ugly crier but she delivered no moisture coming out she just like face started crumpling uh like a, a rolled up piece of tinfoil and, and look i don't feel bad. i don't know how she was so oblivious that Matt would find out that was the crazy part is this is it emphasizes the fact and I'll get to this later because it really comes up that there are two different shows and this is one of the prime examples of like uh, she's so separate from Matt like there's the dynamics and fun going on in the house and then there's the relationships with Matt and she never thought that those two would Mm -hmm. grow to become a (laughs) ventilator Yeah, so which is crazy if you're there for him. Um, now MJ also like was caught off guard by the comments that the other girl like she was just like, why would you even why would you even mention that to him? It's like, well, like there's some serious problems happening in the house. And like, so so when Matt when Matt walks in the room and addresses the issues of bullying and the toxic uh, environment mob mentality, um, there are some girls that like the new girls. Katie, a lot of them were like, were like, yeah, that's that's really going on. Even a lot of like the quote unquote OGs were like, yeah, like yeah. that is kind of going yeah. on. You can tell. But some of them were like, and I don't even remember who it was specifically, Chelsea. but Chelsea, she goes, could ruin someone's life. Like, are we like, we're so overplaying all of this. Like, yeah, those rumors actually can ruin someone's life because as Brittany broke down and said, like, my mom watches the show. Like mm-hmm. this is a national, yeah. nationally televised show. It can obviously ruin my oh, life. Like it's so just obviously, such a big deal. To, to obviously, even, even downplay the fact that that's like saying that's not a toxic environment is the most blasphemous thing I've ever heard in my life. I love that moment because Chelsea goes like, "I I think we're blowing it out of proportion." And then immediately Victoria goes, "I concur." And Chelsea <laughs> just kind of was like, oh, "Fuck, ah, yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, I'm on the wrong side of history." Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's like uh, it's like AOC tweeting about Robin Hood, and then Ted going, Ted Cruz going. I yeah. fully agree. She must be like, oh, well, fuck off. Like now, I yeah, <laughs> now I'm automatically on the wrong side. Yeah. Now, I love. Now we see the hilarious apologies right after Anna leaves. It's like, oh my god, scrambling. Like, actually, comical. Yeah. Now this is some. I don't want to. Well, we won't touch on for a long time because this is some. I I don't think you guys really connected with how annoyed. I was with it. It's just, but a lot, look, four or five people reached out and were like, look, the bra thing was bugging the fuck out of me. And, I, and they were shocked that not shocked, but they were like, Oh, the guys didn't really seem to be on the same page. Different bra this time. Same result. What are we I, doing? I, yeah, I did. Uh, I yeah, did you notice it after, after you brought it up the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just absurd. Now it kind of goes back in a, in a more grander uh, scheme of things. Victoria's lack of self-awareness it is it's actually spectacular and down it's it's almost downright impressive like it's crazy the fact that man she said they won't be able to carry on in the in the house without her what do you mean what do you mean you're like that's just such an absurd thing even even if you're not even if you're the best person in the house to be like 
oh, these girls won't be able to survive without me. What are you, they're wet nurse? Are they all like 19th century children born in like industrial England? And they're, if you don't take care of them 24 hours a day, they're just going to die from being too fragile. They're grown women in a mansion. Like they're, I think they're going to be fine. I don't know. She just knew that she, she was in the right. It was crazy. Is what did you guys think? Because I've seen some things of people being like, after that exit, she has to be a paid actress because no one is that bad. What are your thoughts? Yeah, when she was first like saying all that, like the self awareness was just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, and it, like it made me think, like, oh my god, is this girl like all there right now? Like it was so. I, I don't even know the word to to accurately describe it. It's it's, it's either it's either like. Reality. Yeah, it's either like concerning low levels of self awareness or like she's doing it on purpose. There's no. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just it, like what? What's it was going on? so extreme yeah. that it seemed almost like fake. Yeah. And then she yeah, was that, outside of the, the, on the front yeah. porch, like crying, uh, uh, saying, "Like he can only marry me. I will literally die. I will literally die." die. Will literally <laughs> die. <laughs> now, this is my question because I was thinking this last night. Let's say I'm not saying she's an actress. I'm saying that she's an unlikable person who was offered money to be unlikable. And yeah. and I don't actually believe this. I actually just think that she is a shitty person that turned out to be shitty. But let's say she's like kind of annoying um, and the producers find her, oh, they, she'd be a great villain. They keep telling her the whole show, like you're in the right, you're doing the right thing. Matt really likes you. He feels a connection, yeah. which is crazy. She was like, I'm the only one for him. We haven't seen you talk. Besides <laughs> when Chris Harrison interrupted her last week, they hadn't talked in, in three weeks. They hadn't yeah. talked in weeks. So for her to think that, like I... I I don't know how delusional she is, but I want to ask if a producer is willing to offer you money to be like Victoria, this is something that's going to affect the rest of your life, your employment status, the way you approach relationships. People are going to think you're the worst person on earth because you're disgusting. Now, how much money would it take for you to take on that role? Because there's a number for me. It's so just much money. very it's, high. It's very high. Ten grand is not even close. To no, me. It's not oh, it has to done. be in the millions for me, for sure. You think millions? I was oh gonna yeah. Say, if I get five hundred thousand dollars, I think I think I'd do it because I because mm. people forget. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah, but they can always just rewatch. Yeah, I guess. But like, are we really thinking about like? Probably not. But yeah, but I know what you, you mean. Know, it's it's not enough that they would that ABC would be paying her right for a rational yeah, person for sure ABC can't dole out that money to redeem yeah. yourself though you'd have to then turn all your money into like charities and like just to just to which is like a, a good at that person. point why the fuck would you even do it <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah exactly yeah and like I, we always play these like kind of games as, as kids growing up like oh how much money would it take you to yeah. do this right? yeah. would, and the older I've gotten the more I realize you know what. I almost don't think like depends what the situation is obviously, but I also don't think there's any amount of money I'll do for anything I don't want to do because yeah, you know what I, I'll turn out fine in life. Yeah, exactly. like okay, yeah. Not- Coop, you are we. I think we both said this for, I think for a long have. time. Yeah. I, I don't think either neither one of us is someone who's uh, ever been like oh I want to do a profession that's going to make me a lot of money. Like I've I've yeah, never really never, kept money. Yeah. Caleb, now I, I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean to hate on him. no no, and I'm not doing a bit, but he's someone who's always like. That's literally the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like he's someone who's like everyone has their price, but it, it's like for people for everyone to walk down the street 
and think, and this is coming from someone who has like a, a very, a, a need to be liked or, or I, I'm a people pleaser, right? Uh-huh. Like I want to smile at everyone walking down the street. If someone recognizes me from like a, a, a social situation and they want to come up and say hi at the bar, I always want to be like, yeah. I'll talk their ear off, even if I yeah. don't remember yeah. them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to go down the street and for every person be like, oh, is that the guy we fucking hate? That would just kill. It's like fifty hey, million dollars, but no I matter how heavy, yeah, day. no matter how heavy my pocket was, like it just wouldn't matter to me. Yeah, like now, I, I valued that more, much more than than money. Yeah. Now was the exit? Let's talk about the exit. <laughs> was it as good as you'd hope? Because it was perfect to me. The fact yeah, that she goes up to hope. Matt and was like, I don't even know what the fuck she said. She's like, she's you're like, making I'm, a mistake. I'm, like I'm embarrassed for you. He answered and with then, the stone cold silence. Okay. So, so, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So she goes, she does something like, and she pulls out my favorite line again. She goes, you're a gesture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. I noticed it this time. She pulls out the gesture again. Matt is a gesture. And then, and then and he's not a thumbs up. I was so curious as to what he would say. Yeah. And he actually blew me out of the water. He didn't say anything. Nothing. He just he looks stares. right at her. Looks and right I love that. I thought it was great. If it was me, I, I think I'd have trouble not like laughing. Like, I think yeah. I would have actually broke out laughing when she when she said that sitting there cross nice. arms. He's too nice. But he is too nice. Yeah. But what I love, and, and then we'll and then we'll move on. But um, what I, what I do love is that afterwards she goes, and he just stared at me like what? <laughs> yeah. And that's look, it's not a gender thing, but that's everyone after a breakup, right? Like everyone's <laughs> like, and she did it a month and two days before my fucking birthday. Who the hell does that? Yeah. Like, we're starting to do the planning for the surprise party already. She did it. <laughs> Easter was two days ago. She's going to break up with me. <laughs> Jesus just got resurrected. And yeah. she can't even, can't even let him chill for a week without, without experiencing heartbreak. I love that. Like he couldn't have been more reasonable in his response, but, and then we see, we see a few people go that um, look, Mari, that really surprised me. Yeah. Um, is it because she's hot? No, I, I don't know. I think <laughs> that they had a, a real kind of, but that was the point where I was like, ooh, we have missed a lot of connections. We've missed a lot of the connections. Um, the, and I'll get into it on a later group date, but ah, fuck it. I'll do it now quickly. Yeah, the group date at the farm, when he's kissing Piper, this yeah. is someone who we like have, he, and that was a He initiated it. He like initiated he, he ran out, yeah. Passionate kiss. And then I, that was the first time where I was thinking like, we have no, there's so much drama that I don't, don't know who has don't, a connection I don't know, who doesn't. Yeah, I don't know where anybody stands in terms of that because yeah. like you said, it's like two different shows, like yeah. to the extreme where like, it's always two different shows. But like, I feel like this year, especially like, I just, I, I it's like I'm flipping between channels. and like, I get yeah. kind of lost and I don't mind it there with him, but I need, okay, let's think about some relationships. Yeah. And I think. We're gonna start uh, getting there even, now, though. I thought we were gonna start okay. getting there, but but I don't know. There's gonna be drama next week. Yeah, we uh, we'll, okay, arrival, we'll get into it. We'll get I've got, it yeah. We've got notes for for next week, but the one-on-one date with Rachel. Now, let's talk about. Uh, look, Rachel, awesome, amazing. Yeah. She's actually the last girl I, I have really liked left her. Yeah. From I forget who. I, so I think I had like I I can't forget or remember who it was between the four. It was like maybe Kayla uh, or Lauren or Mari were in the group. And then Rachel was my last one. doesn't matter between those three because all of them are gone and Rachel's the only one left. So yeah. I'm baking hard. She's, I don't know. She seems awesome. Her and Matt seem awesome. But what I want to talk about first is that chauffeur. 
Because he made me think <laughs> that Rachel was never going to make it to the date. Like, I would love if Chris Harrison was like, hey, Matt, um, have, has Rachel arrived yet? <laughs> no, she hasn't shown up. Uh, I, she, uh, she told me she got in the car with the chauffeur. We never sent a chauffeur. And <laughs> she's just duct taped in the back of a, a carriage truck. So that guy shows up and he walks in. And I, I kid you not, <laughs> I couldn't tell you just by looking at what mode of transportation he was driving. Like, I, 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 I thought he was pulling the carriage, rickshaw I thought, style. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a horse, like uh, a nag, yeah. if it was I, like a car. Like, I, it's I didn't gotta know. be a nag. It's sure enough, it was, a, it was a Rolls Royce. So, could you, you guys, know, could you guys tell me how old he is? Like, could you confidently couldn't even, give couldn't me even try. I, I think somewhere between 42 and 87. <laughs> now, his hair, what I liked about his hair though, is that, that he, he took a glue it stick and wiped it down <laughs> and then threw a bunch of feathers in the air and was like, okay, I'm ready for the one-on-one. He came from that farm. <laughs> and he, uh, yeah. And he, uh, he uh, you know, he came in a few times for the day. He really got his money's worth. I think one cameo would have been enough, but yeah. uh, really a perfect date from Rachel. Um, that's an awesome date to be on. I yeah. hate I don't hate receiving gifts. I always feel awkward receiving gifts. I think that would have been mm -hmm. tough for me. I love Rachel playing the role of like Cinderella being like, Oh, I've never even worn a shoe <laughs> yeah. before. I normally wear two burlap sacks over my hooves, but tonight I ride in style. I, they were, I think they were Jimmy Choo. I don't know what I, I think I saw they were Jimmy Choo, but I don't know. They were nice they were shoes. Bottoms. I'm not, That's all they're red nice. bottoms. Yeah. yeah. And we lost. Uh -oh. And we lost. <laughs> actually, yeah, there's just so much to comprehend. Like, what? They were red bottoms? Like, red bottoms is mine actually just kind no of busted. fucking way. <laughs> he's frozen in time. All right. Oh, what dying. up? What up? Oh. I'm back. Hello. All right. What was the last thing you, you heard? I just kind of stopped talking after I we, froze. We said they were red bottoms and like you look you like froze. You, never, you never heard such a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's when I froze. Yeah. I really just responded with like, oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. So yeah, similar response. Now, seeing Abigail sad though, when she so this is during the one-on-one, -on -one, we cut back to seeing Abigail sad, and she's like, "Oh, I just feel like I'm kind of lo like losing momentum with Matt." Like a very realistic, like, kind of seems like she maybe is losing some momentum with Matt. Mm -hmm. It made me want to kill Matt. I love him. <laughs> I love him. But I, my Same. first thought was like, "Oh, I think I need to kill him." Um, First of all, imagine how that would go. Imagine me trying to kill Matt James. You, you would might, wind up. You dead. might be dead in yeah. ten seconds. Okay, I literally. Do you think if if it was like UFC fight? No. Battles, no, 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 no. I'm wondering how long could I live for? Because I think he, I think he would in, like accidentally kill me if he's you might like, die on the glove tap. Like he might kill you. <laughs> tap gloves. Whoa! <laughs> just half. Flying back. Yeah. So um, that being said, yeah, Matt can do whatever he wants. Now, <laughs> Matt, throwing out the, I'm falling in love with you. Now, this was another moment where I was like, okay, we've clearly missed a lot of shit because mm -hmm. of this drama. It's with the, I love you. Yeah, and. Wow. Like they had some magical strings and, and, and music in the background too. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's I was, a moment. I was blown away. Like, that's just the thing. Like I had no idea anyone was even approaching that level of connection with the guy. Yeah. Like, that's why it just caught me by surprise. I mean, surprise. it still feels like we're on week one with the amount of people. It that still feels so early. Yeah. Show. Like, 
And so, we're, we're getting what, a new person. Like, I don't want to We're getting Heather. We're, we're getting Heather. Yeah, so did, we'll talk about that later. I didn't even we'll know talk they, they talked that much. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I like Rachel a lot. What are your thoughts on her? Because I was telling that the person I was talking to yesterday, they, they're they saying Rachel Endgame. And I think I'm on the same page. I, have I'm we, have we dismayed those racist rumors or whatever were floating around? Look, dude, I don't know. Like, it. I, I'm, you know what? I'm not paying attention to him. I'm honestly. not either. Like, but every time I, I cheer that... for her, I'm like, "Yay, Rachel!" And then I, no, go, I, I uh, hope she's hope she's not a racist. No, but... I think because I I did relook through all those quote unquote accusations. It was all like, it's "Oh, probably... her friend group was so yeah. mean." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay. Look, I refuse to um, fully cancel someone yeah. for something their friend group may have done may or a may decade ago done, yeah. when they were 16 yeah okay may yeah okay let's chill a little bit um but yeah if she turns out to be racist then i'm sure we'll disavow her yeah <laughs> but um yeah so basically we we end the day we end the day with a great carriage ride uh i don't want to ruin the romanticism there's no way that they weren't just going around in circles on that driveway yeah obviously right no, where, <laughs> are you, just doing laps. where are you going <laughs> yeah. now the group date we see immediately mj is starting to fucking snap she's got those crazy eyes yeah she does she she's been in a prison fight right oh, like she's been in I bar mean, fights for sure and like she came I here with a shiv yes i feel like she could make one awfully quick too <laughs> now <laughs> What I didn't realize, and uh, this is a little childish, um, so it goes perfectly with the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize they had to censor poop on TV. That surprise you at all? Censored all the manure at the farm. Yeah. I don't even think I noticed. How weird is that? That is strange. I don't Actually, you know what? I think it's just a program your parents have. Child restriction. Gary and I saw it all. <laughs> for, for poop. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> to keep me shielded from, from poop. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's probably that's probably it. Now, here's a little question for you, Farmer John. I don't know if that was his name, but that's what we'll call him. Dude, you- when he said when he said, "Hey, Matt," like they're, like they're best buds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt's never seen him in his life. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Did he storm the Capitol building? I think did he, he did. storm the? I think he might. <laughs> Look, I'm not throwing out any. I'm not in, saying he did. I'm asking in those very clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to his boots and everything. Carrying two chickens, just like, oh fuck. Like, damn it. Shit, my show's so, airing next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope I don't get edited out. Oh my god. He he was getting very pissed, I feel like, that no one was fucking with the farm. He's like, damn it, we gotta get these eggs. You guys, stop pushing each other around in the wheelbarrow. The sun's going down. down. We're losing daylight. Matt, you said they'd be free labor. <laughs> yeah. And Oh man, we get the kiss with Piper. We talked about that already. Now, everyone, everyone tries to guilt people when they're accused of something, and no one is better at that than MJ herself. Oh my God, she's amazing. So she gets called an antagonist at the group date, yeah. and she acts as if somebody just stabbed her grandma <laughs> in the throat. Yeah. She goes, an antagonist? Like, is antagonist even is that offensive? Is no, that, like, she's acting like it's a yeah. racial slur. Antagonist? <laughs> you called me and my family antagonist. Yeah. I come from a line of antagonists. My baby cousin an antagonist? No, no, I didn't say it. No, I said you're an antagonist. You have the gall to call my great grandmother a whore. No, wait, what are you talking? What are you, no, no one is no one is saying this. Now, okay. 
MJ, she's ready to throw hands. I think she's been ready to throw punches ever since night one. Essentially, she's just mad that someone told Matt the truth, I guess. Is that her beef that she just thought? Yeah, pretty much. It's like you could see that she thought she was in the clear. And then Matt goes and grabs her. And she's like, fuck, I thought we were done with it. Like she thought she skated through. And you could see the panic when Anna was first accused. She had that talk with her. She's like, we got to figure this shit out. Because we're yeah. like, because you did nothing wrong. You did and the then, right thing. Yeah, then MJ um, was acting that, that whole no, conversation between no, Anna and... Did. Her aggression yeah. feels very real. Yeah, for sure. Between Anna and uh, MJ when they were talking, uh, Anna's like, oh, what do I do? Like, do I go talk to him? And MJ's like, well, you got to go figure it out. You got to go do this. Like, uh, like you're kind of in this <laughs> so too. Like, yeah. You yeah. very much yeah. the entire thing. Like every, yeah. <laughs> like between every little conversation, there there is uh, MJ in the background just stoking the fire, just stoking it with little comments here and there, yeah. trying to make this yeah. place such a deci- or divisive, uh, divided uh, atmosphere. Like it's it's crazy it will, that she thinks that she's not at, at fault there. And I got a couple notes on Jasenian and MJ, just like literally a couple. Um, but let's jump in real quick to the one on one. I, I, it is cute that Matt picks his outfits a little more carefully uh, when he's with Kit, just because uh, he calls her a fashionista. Matt's yeah. awesome. Matt is a great guy to date because he's a belly laugher, right? <laughs> if you say anything, and I don't even think it's fake because I think I have this trait too, where even if something's like kind of funny, I just, I give it a belly laugh. Um, cause, I, Cause I don't know, I find shit funny, but so does he, he will laugh at anything. And that's a great feeling if you're dating yeah. that, the guy you're dating, it just finds you hilarious. Now she complains about her life. It was a cute date. Kid is fine. She complains that her whole life has been gold Bentleys. Could <laughs> you say anything more absurd? Yeah. Like, oh my Lord. Also her mom is Cynthia Rowley. If you guys didn't know. Um, but can we stop acting like Cynthia Rowley and the whole family are these classy bitches? Like <laughs> you're rich because your clothes sell at TJ Maxx. Your yeah. clothing line yeah. sells at Walmart and TJ Maxx, and it's it's like it's look. You're ri- congrats to you. I'm not I'm not saying I'm above that, but let's chill with the whole like oh I'm Vera Wang. Oh I'm Donatella Versace. <laughs> yeah. ah, okay, let's chill a little bit. It is still very weird to me how young she is as well. I don't know if that hit, yeah, hits she, you guys. That's what I noticed last. I didn't realize that she's only 21. Like she's nice. Like I, they had a, like a, a cute date, like you said. Like it, mm-hmm. I just I don't really see it with Kit and Kit and Matt. Like it's just not really there for me. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Now, but we don't know because we have not seen a lot of behind the scenes. We don't. So. Yeah, we don't know. Know. Could, she could be anywhere. Yeah, right? I don't really know. But That's also, he's like, I'm so comfortable with her. Yeah. Do you guys okay. like? Do you guys forget that yeah. MJ is 23? Like she. That's, no that's way. Pretty young. I thought she was like 30. The prison yard will age you. Dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, What do you think she got locked up for? Murder? I think a, uh, a bar <laughs> fight that went too far. Like, is she by accidentally killed someone? She's like, and it was the same reaction. Like that <laughs> moment with Anna was not the first time where she was like, "Fuck shit, oh, just went a little too far. We went a little too far." And uh, so I think she did a little. Bit I feel of like she was for like during some interaction, she was the heavy and got uh, got taken down for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Now, MJ versus Tresenia. MJ, my biggest beef with her. Too many catchphrases, man. You're trying too many catchphrases. She she tried to grab your popcorn. Yeah. Tried that one. Nah, don't love it. Then she goes for the big hair, big hoops, big energy. 
okay i hate that one even more varsity <laughs> yeah. versus jv and she's yeah. hitting us with preach harmony oh preach harmony you Couldn't have shivs hidden yeah. in your hair <laughs> and you're not that's a little uh absurd but i i don't know we'll figure it out next week i think they're both gone they're both gone so i think so too which is upsetting because jessenia is one of my last ones last i think yeah, yeah well i'll go back and fa- i wrote them down yeah, but i, I exactly think jessenia is were, but, one uh, of yours but yeah, i don't know yeah their conversation back and forth like it just it went nowhere yeah. uh yeah. very intense was just the same thing like going I love they were silent in the car and they were silent yeah. for a little bit on the couch <laughs> and then she just blows up this this is so embarrassing and then they went silent again and i think they both thought that matt was gonna walk in in that moment when they were silent yeah. on the couch and, he and then he didn't and so like so they started again and okay, then he walked <laughs> let's let's argue a little more uh also their entrance with the suitcases <laughs> Look, I, I love the producers. Little too much cheese on that one. Yeah, for someone who's that, cutting out regular milk, trying to trying to limit their dairy, that was a little bit too much for me. Um, that one was they, a bit corny. Yeah, they come in yeah. on separate sides of the double doors. They're walking in like they look like the sharks on uh, Shark Tank coming but in. That, that's why we watch the show, though. That's that's that exactly is that why. is. You got to take the they. You know what? We write to edit. Jeez. You know what it looked like? It was Iron Chef America when the chefs come out before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just really any, really any cooking show, really. Any yeah. Yeah, investment <laughs> yeah. or cooking show. Yeah. yeah. Now, future episodes. Here's a quick question. Um, is Katie, she's snitching too much? She might she, be. She's walking that line. Because we don't like snitches. We've said that. We're out on snitches. We've made an exception for Katie because it was the right thing to do. Agreed, but... she. I don't know. It's don't hinting. Know. It's hinting that she might be taking it too far. Coming up, uh, very intense next episode. I, I look. I think she she's been effective so far. First of all, she got rid yeah. of Anna and Victoria. That was her doing. So I mean, so far she's two for two. Um, look, I think we've talked about though. There's still too many girls. So yeah. maybe it's not good for her. But I'll let you cut a little more fat. I'll give you a little more leeway. I'll let you cut out some more girls. Well, and then if you're still doing it, we can get rid of you too. Yeah. Also, when you take on the role of the facilitator, though, you're like, just, you're screwing yourself over. Cause now she's, that's, that's her role. Value. And she's done. Yeah. She's going to fall behind now. Cause she doesn't. Yeah. That's sure. and like, I don't think she ever had a kind of leg of the game. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Now we get Tyler Cameron. Can't wait to see Tyler. Yeah. Cameron. We're going to get a lot of cuts of girls being like giddy for Tyler Cameron. We're going to sure. see a lot of that. Yeah. Now, you guys alluded to it i can't believe we still haven't seen heather yet uh, what yeah the- yeah <laughs> now how long how many minutes of screen time do you think heather gets because i think she's basically doing a roundabout i think you know that scene in the I simpsons where the old guy way. comes in or where uh, grandpa comes in puts his hat on the hook does a little circle takes the hat off and walks <laughs> right out the door i think that's heather yeah yeah i i say quite literally like four minutes I think honestly, five minutes from the time she gets out of the car to the time she leaves, like not even interspersed. I think it's a, just a straight five, a minutes. Continuous I don't five think minutes. We get, I don't think we get two commercials of Heather. I don't yeah. even think we get one. I think she's in between commercials and she's. <laughs> That's gone. my problem, though. That's what I want to happen, but it's either that happens or she's, it's her, her it's her episode, like. Look, that's my. Problem. I honestly, I don't want to be a dick. I don't think Heather's that. Uh, I don't know if she's that big of a catch. I don't know. Like she's not bad, but I've seen her personality. It's not like these. We have some great girls here. Uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're wasting time now. Mm-hmm. Let's I let's ju- I want to jump quickly into a quote of the episode, and then we'll get to our roses and our thorns. Quote of the episode: 
I'm trying to be positive, but like, if that happens, I'll literally die. That's from Victoria. I need that. <laughs> throw it on a t-shirt. Intern there, throw it on a t-shirt. Try to be positive, but if it happens, I'll fucking die. Now, all right, let's jump into our roses and our thorns. Roses and thorns, let's jump in. Coop, we'll start with you. Who's getting your rose this week? So my rose this week is going to go to Matt James. Because uh, just to follow up from last week, remember I said, after the last couple of weeks, I've been saying I'm on the fence. And I, I said last week, the way he handles uh, the drama in the house and the, in the toxic environment will really sway me either way. And You're I can tell fence. you, I'm back, on, I'm back in his backyard. Hey. Good I hop back over. Uh, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. No, I just, I just thought that he, uh, he didn't really mess around with, with Anna, yeah. first of all. Um, I would have liked to have seen probably Victoria go in the kind of the same fashion that Anna did, just like a uh, right away kicked out. They had to draw it out though, the suspense. Yeah. You but know. they had to draw it out, and ultimately, like and on that meltdown, man, you don't want to miss worth, that exactly. It was yeah. worth it in the end, so that was good. And it looks awesome. like the only other thing was was MJ needs to go, and I think yeah, that's I think both. I think they're they're gone. Just send you MJ. You just let's save an evening. Just save yeah. yourself some time. You both can leave because you're so. not, you're done. Yeah. All right. Great pick. Awesome. It's good to have you back on Matt James Island. <laughs> Gary, what you got? I'm going to have to give it to Kit, surprisingly. Cool. She's, she's one of my picks. It was, yeah, a, it was a risky pick. That. Yeah, it was a touch, risky pick, touch. but I like where she's at. And I, she doesn't, I thought she was going to be a villain. I thought she was going to be the worst, but I she, thought she was she's too. not that bad. She's not like, she's no, fine. She's, she's yeah. fine. Yeah, so, kind of one of those bullshit apologies, but whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to get caught. She wasn't the worst. It's very easy to talk shit behind someone's back. She wasn't calling people disgusting. She yeah, wasn't exactly. calling people, yeah. So, All like, right. yeah, to Kit, thank you. thanks for being an okay person, I guess. <laughs> that, that's now, what it is. Mine is a bit of a controversial one um, because I've seen a lot of hate for it. I've seen a lot of people acting as if it's a thorn, not a rose. But I'm giving it to Matt James's purple sweater, man, because I <laughs> loved it. Look, we're seeing a lot of turtlenecks. We're seeing a lot of earth tones. Matt James comes out with a crew neck, and it is purple. Yeah, it's kind fuzzy. of looking like Barney. Now, I've seen a lot of Barney. I've seen a lot of, uh, well, I don't know. It's like a, a, one of the McDonald's, uh, one of the mascots. What's his name? Yeah. Grimace, Grimace or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it all. People talking about it being itchy. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, that's that that's Wool. That is that's, not going to be itchy. That's not itchy. It's, it's, yes, it's not polyester. It's not nylon. It's not some synthetic. Get out of here. That is a gorgeous sweater. And I, I want it. Now I asked people, can people give me some info? And I'm not talking to look my, my, my high school friends or my university friends. I've, I, I have some people following me just from, there's literally no point in me ever writing a fashion article if the if the ensuing followers can't help me out no yeah. <laughs> one responded to uh, to uh, to anything in terms of how i get no one's writing about it on the internet i'm trying to figure out how i get this shit no one's helped me out now coop let uh, hit me up with your thorn i'm curious of what what you're going with what do you yeah so i'm gonna go with with mj as my my thorn uh mm-hmm. we kind of already mm-hmm. touched on all, all the reasons why but just just her whole explanation the fact that she's completely uh removed from all the the issues in the house as if she was never a part of it and that she quite actually the opposite preach for uh peace and harmony it's just absolutely blasphemous and the fact that she feels like she's being attacked when 
they, they bring that up that she was also a big perpetrator of this this whole issue yeah mm-hmm. it just yeah. really rubs me the wrong way and you know what she's got to go great pick great yeah, pick all right gary who you got what you got i think i'm gonna go with the first half of the group date like the whole farm mm, thing not a farm know. guy i don't know like it just seemed like yeah sl- like free labor and that that was it. <laughs> and then they went and had dinner like i don't know i, I love it that's a great pick yeah what a shitty date like everyone's like, uh, probably smells like shit and yeah. they just like shovel the hay for it's half just gr- it's not fun no. people are like oh we got to play the fucking grab the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the gold <laughs> horseshoe game uh <laughs> Cool. And Matt's like, yeah, they're digging through shit. It's like, yeah, but this is not fun, man. I don't know. It's obviously him not picking it, but that's a great pick. Yeah. Um, look, this is a neat, it's low-hanging fruit. I gotta cut her one last time. I gotta cut Victoria. Be gone. I'm praying I never get the chance to do it again. We'll see her on Paradise. I already know, but bye-bye. Bye-bye, Icky Vicky. Uh, go back into your go back to living under a bridge you you troll and that's nothing about your looks look people talk she posts all the time on instagram like people are body shaming me people are making fun of my looks i look i we've i have never thought about body shaming you uh we made uh, fun of your sty but sty because it's contagious it's selfish that you're giving pink eye to everybody in the fucking house but other than that we're not making look making fun of your hair and it look i'm making fun of your clothes and when i say disgusting i'm talking about every aspect of your personality i don't care what you look like you could you could look like maggie or mari or magi whoever the hell's on the show i don't care who you are still the grossest person in the world so snip snip goodbye now guys i think it's time to maybe i still have no idea so. it I might be time to bring on caleb that caleb is here or like, maybe I we'll really... do a little a little transition into um a, a new world and uh and it might just be us three again so <laughs> that, it's cool because the audience is about to s- discover along with us so yeah. all right we'll see you guys in a sec Guys, welcome to our NBA recap. Just going through the highlights, the lowlights, the best moments from the past week in the NBA. Beer, good to have you back. We're excited to jump in. Now, last week, guys, I I, kind of went through my biggest disappointment of the season, and that was the Kings. Since then, De'Aaron Fox had a bit of a turnaround. But that's just the Kings being the Kings. I I, I refuse to, to get to drink that Kool-Aid too early. But I'm wondering still if there's been a particular, and you can go any way you want with this, an event, uh, a, a player, a coach, a team that has been your disappointment so far this season. Do you, you want to go first? Or you want me to, to start us off? No, go ahead. I can go Coop. first because mine aren't really that exciting. I sure. think it's like probably the Mavs and Luka mm. or – either the Pelicans. I think those are probably the two ones that stick out most to me. Yeah. And and that's a great pick. And we'll talk more about the Mavericks later in this episode. So we'll save some of those details for, for later. Cause I got, you know, I, I I couldn't agree more now Coop who who's kind of catching your eye. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) beer kind of stole it right from me. I knew we were going to talk about it a little further on, so I don't want to lose too many stats or details about it, but uh, I mean, losing six straight right now for the Mavs, they're sitting in 13th place. I mean, 
Yeah. That's not what we're expecting from somebody who should be a contender. And, and like we said before on the podcast, Luca, who we thought was an MVP contender for yep. this season coming up. So, I mean, and look, yeah, I, I, I agree. Beerman, again, we'll get uh, more into it later in terms of like, it, to me, it's mostly the Mavs. Luca, yeah, to some extent, he's putting up great stats. Uh, sure. But to me, they need another playmaker too. Like there's just, when he goes to the bench, they are horrible and uh, and like we said a million times we'll we'll get into them in a in a little more detail but they are the team coming into the season uh to me at least like they're coming in with the biggest disparity between their floor and ceiling right? yeah like they, they've got some vault 10 foot ceilings and they've got a big old basement like they could really <laughs> end the season at uh, i don't know 10th seed and coming in i could have seen them as a third seed maybe even second seed like they had the best offense in the league last season i guess best offense of all time if you're looking at stats so that's half the battle, if not more. Um, so I'm surprised to see them in that position. I great picks. I actually had a DM from a listener, um, and we we don't we get a lot of uh, Bachelor DMs or or DMs on the stupid shit we say uh, before Bachelor, which is all warranted. But we did have someone who who had a little bit of um, constructive criticism that I, I want to address about maybe their biggest disappointment so far this season. Now right. I, I've got a quote here, and. Uh, the quote is love the pod, but why am I hearing about the bulls and calves, but no clippers. They're the best team in the league, man. And I haven't heard them mentioned once so far this season. Now they're not the best team in the league to be fair. <laughs> when he sent it, I think they were for like a day. First of all, I love the, I love, I love the DM. Thanks for sending it in. I, I can't pretend I wasn't a little fired up when I read that. We come on, man. We <laughs> talked about the Clippers. I'm sure we will again. But who cares? But we try to talk. First of all, we try to talk about every team in the league at some point. I think we do that better. Honestly, again, I don't mean to tutor on. I think we do that better than most shows. We talked about the Sixers, Raps, Suns, Cavs. Jazz, Celtics, Mavericks. We talked about a million teams through four episodes so far this yeah. year. And lastly, who cares about the Clippers regular it, season? Two weeks ago, I think we talked about the, the Clippers. Two or yeah, three weeks ago. You know, we can't talk here. about it every week. And you know what? Like, call me when the playoffs are around about the Clippers. Like, I don't really care about regular season Clippers. I care about uh, regular season Cavs and regular season Bulls more than I yeah. care about regular season Clippers. So, Of course they're going to be good. Yeah, show it to me in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, get out of here. But I, <laughs> I appreciate the DM. But that was their big disappointment. I want to run by one more disappointment here. Um, and it's a bad, bad week to – or a bad day to, to throw this one out, especially after uh, such a – dominant performance against the nets but it's got to be russ got to be russell westbrook man he again he just had a massive i think it was 44 points against the nets i can't quite remember but he had that um game time game, three yep. like yeah he, he was a beast that game but other than that he's been awful uh, he's been dribbling the butt like For not sure. even awful in terms of like finding his groove it's like it, it looks like those monster scenes where the townsman just <laughs> sucked out of him. i mean he's dribbling the ball off his knees no feel for the game he's averaging like russ numbers 21 and like nine and a half nine and a half almost a triple double on horrible percentages and like i think like five turnovers a game but man like la last year with the Rockets, uh, I was going to say beer. You would know this, but he, no, it, this was post Chris Paul. Maybe you would have paid attention to the Rockets. Yeah. And um, he, he had a slow start to the season. Then he ended up being an all NBA player. He was, he ended up being great. Somehow this year feels different. I'm just wondering quick thoughts. Like to me, 
I hate to say it. And maybe I hope I look like an idiot. I think we're seeing the beginning of the end of Russ because look, he's been injured. Now they're starting to pile up. He used to be this bionic human that could just kind of like come back and wouldn't even show it less. So now, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Russ this season? Either one of you. Yeah. He, he said last night after the game that it's, he finally feels healthy for the first time in a while, which is convenient a little bit after his first good game in a while, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't want to say that he's not actually been hurt, but I, sure. I don't think there's a ton of good Russell Westbrook basketball left, probably. Maybe, maybe like, sure, maybe he is hurt, but you're still playing bad. I mean, okay, it, like, it doesn't really yeah. matter. It's not like the league is going to be like, okay, we'll add two and a half more wins. Russ has been hurting. Yeah, your team still <laughs> sucks, and, and your stats are horrible when you play more minutes. So, yeah, I, I agree, Beer. It just um, it's it sucks to see. sucks to see, because if you're the Rockets right now, you are feeling good about that trade, man. I, I to me, it was a bit of a toss-up um, because if you're the Wizards, it's like, who who gives a shit? Let's just get a big name. John Wall's not playing for us. Um, let's let's just get someone who's going to be on the court. Then John Wall, all of a sudden, looking like an actual competent starting point guard again. Now that he's healthy, <laughs> but now let's jump in to the Wizards, man. You talk about you talk about shows that talk about every team. The Wizards? Who wants to talk about the Wizards? But, man, there's only one thing that I care about with Washington this season, and that is freeing Bradley Beal. Scored 60 points earlier this season in a loss to the Sixers, 41 points in a loss to the Celtics, 47 points last week in a loss to the Pelicans. This is Beal's legacy, man. He said it himself. Gets a career high. They're all L's. Like, well, what are your thoughts? Do you want him shipped out? Well, I mean, me personally, yeah, I want him shipped out because yeah. at the same time, you're only going to be freed if you want to be freed. He just said he doesn't want to be traded. Like, why are yeah. you wasting? Like, you're you're a great NBA player. Like, why are you just wasting your, like? I think that report came out today, right? He said he didn't want to be traded. Yeah. yeah. I, traded? I think he's just being a good teammate. I think who, he is too, but. Who wants to stay there? But, but at the same time, if you're in that position, like I'd be, I mean, quite vocally trying to get my ass out of there yeah you know what i mean he's kind yeah. of like moping around the court on the games though and then asking not to be traded is yeah, a bit so of a weird it, move like you can't have it both ways yeah, at least james harden did both he yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is he is moping around obviously he's scoring uh you look at him defensively and yeah that moping is a great word look he's he he actually can be a pretty good defender when he's engaged um and, and he's just coasting i mean why would you not though why would you waste an ounce of energy on this wizard's defense. He's not going to make an impact. What if he tries his hardest on defense, they allow 124 points instead of 130 at, so get him out of there. In my opinion, I'm on the same boat as you two. I'm interested to see if you have any teams maybe that he could go to. I, I tried to come up with a couple. I even for the first time this season, I pulled out the trade machine, which oh. I don't, I don't love. I'm not great with. I'm certainly not a a master of the trade. We machine, need a we need a soundboard when you say that. Like Some sort what, of like, sound. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, need some air horns. horns. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll look into it. Air, okay. Uh, uh, intern Darren, uh, figure that out. Or Gary, if you could send a fax down to Intern oh, Darren. I'll fax him right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. The Heat. That's a team that's standing out to me. They're in win now mode. Uh, Jimmy Butler's just coming back. They. Definitely have the pieces to make it work. I'm assuming you'd have to get rid of either Tyler Harrow and Duncan Robinson, probably Tyler Harrow, along with like, I don't know, Precious Achua, who's who's been good, and, and some picks. 
I don't know. Uh, maybe send him to the Mavs for Porzingis. I'm hearing people Ooh. think, uh, I don't know. You just need a playmaker. Um, I think Porzingis is the best young asset you'll get for him. I'm hearing people say Denver Nuggets for maybe Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is there? I, he's just a player that fits in on 30 teams, you know? A, for sure. He, he is shooter. one of those players, just a solid, a solid shooter and, and mm-hmm. can – make some plays as well is there any team there or maybe any other team that you're like uh, they have the pieces to make it work i want to see him go there uh i I, kind of like the idea of the mavs a bit yeah i think that'd be like like you said they they need something when luca's not on the court to kind of get things going in terms Mm -hmm. of denver i think it might get a little hectic with well you got jamal murray gary harris and uh brad beal very like similar yep um positions and and output that you're going to get from yeah games at the end of the day uh but yeah Yeah. i don't know beer what do you think about that yeah i I think i mean you probably have to send gary harris too so he might exactly in there like beal doesn't he doesn't need the ball like a ton in his hands making stuff happen which is a nice fit on yeah every team as you said i think the interesting thing is if you're trading for him you probably want to know that he's re-signing so he's a bit of control of where he's going to end up i'd imagine Uh, yeah he's going he's already signed the extension. So I don't know if that just pertains. Yeah. He signed a two year extension that begins in 2021, I believe 72 million. So it, it's makes it a little tough to move um, just because it it is quite a bit of money. Um, But you get a couple years from at least one final thing that was popping through my head and then we're going to get over the wizards, but, and we probably won't talk about them for a couple more months until, until the Beal trade. Now, if you're the Wizards, I don't know. One more thought that was thrown through my head. Maybe you just don't trade them. You're going to stink either way. You're going <laughs> to suck for a long time. Look, you're the Wizards. You're used to it. It's kind of fun to just watch someone score 40 points per game. Just go nuts. There's someone to watch at least. Maybe they just think, well, I don't know. Let's ride this out. But let's talk about a team we alluded to there. And at the beginning of the episode, the Mavs. Now, They've been a little bit hurt over health and safety protocols, but they've basically had a full season of Doncic so far, at least. Of course, Porzingis, as always, in and out of the lineup. (laughs) They're around the middle of the pack in offense, whereas last year, obviously, they had one of the most efficient offenses in NBA history. Defensively, they have a pretty low ceiling. Let's be honest. Tim Hardaway, Josh Richardson, who's supposed to be a defensive anchor, Doncic himself, they all have to shoot better, too. I look first of all I'm out on Josh Richardson he I feel like he's been coasting (laughs) off of that solid Miami season for a little while he shot horribly with the Sixers last year I remember I was like oh that's the missing piece baby Josh Richardson he's gonna be that three and D that's gonna get him over the edge Uh, no again I I would love to see Beal go there I think Drummond I would love to see Drummond. I think that would help defensively a lot. The, the Cavs want to, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. You ship them out. Yeah. I don't know. what. It, what how concerned should we be over the Mavericks? Because right now they're on the outside of the playoffs, but in the West, I mean, four games, you could be in the, the sixth seed. For sure. In, in terms of Luca, like, like you said, aside from his three-point shooting, which I think is worse than Russ right now, mm. he's still putting up great like Luca numbers. Like He's still playing good basketball except they're just losing because they stink and they're in yeah. like you know what i mean so i i'd be relatively concerned like i don't think even with luca what improving his three-point percentage is gonna all of a sudden turn this into a, a three-seed team you know what i mean like it's obviously pieces that are the issue mm-hmm. it's not an internal uh issue at hand that can be just kind of switched 
Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. that's fair. Okay. Yeah, Beer, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think they came into the year looking to be contenders, and I think that's probably, like, already done. I don't see much chance. Maybe they, like, give it You'd to have a bit to make of a, a scare in the first round do. just based on Luka can, like, take over a few games. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see much happening from them. I think – I think there's going to be a bit of um, like a a sort of correction to the averages. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. That's a guy who's proven that he can knock down three points. They have guys who have proven that they can be playmakers and three point shooters. They're just not doing it this season for whatever reason. So I I think they'll dip on that side of the ball at least, but I I agree with both of you. Like, first of all, they need another playmaker. When Luca goes to the bench, there's nothing happening. And I, I still like Porzingis. But he's just – he's not that player. He's not the guy who's yeah. going to bring the ball up and get other people involved. Uh, beer, I agree. This, the team that I'm watching, it's not a contender. I think they could be with one or two moves. They they kind of always seem like the team that's going to be active at the trade deadline, or at least they're talking about it. At some point, I need you to either sign someone in the offseason or actually trade for someone midway through. Because the, they're always in the talks – and then they're never really ending up with anyone, right? So, um, actually, let's finish off uh, making a move. But, yeah, Mavericks, tough, tough loss last night to Chris Paul, just eviscerating <laughs> them beer. Oh, man, you must have liked that when I saw we were Two talking about the Mavs. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Chris Paul and, uh, and the Suns are a fun, fun team to watch. But, guys, let's jump in to our rapid-fire questions Guys, last week ESPN snapped a pick of Willie Colley Stein rocking a Mavs defensive player of the game belt following a game. What's an award or some praise you've received that didn't really mean anything? Coop, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, this is not, I don't even know if this is praise, but it's kind of sung like praise sometimes that I am a, uh, a content consumer or a oh, content yeah. king. And like it just kind of makes me seem like I have no life. Oh, yes. <laughs> you spread it you like that distinction i i do like it but like the more and more i reflect upon it it, it oh, makes you me are, really you're trying to distance yourself a bit. Nah, no not necessarily i mean i hold many hats and i think that can be one of them it's just it doesn't, it doesn't really mean anything it just means i watch a lot of shows <laughs> I, ho- I, ho- I wear many hats including tv watcher yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> congrats <laughs> that's that is fair gary what's up uh, I was doing some reflecting as well, and just thinking back to my like sports, early sports career, you know, like minor hockey and all that stuff. Yeah. Any tournament trophy or medal that I like, just it's sitting in my basement right now in a box. What, like, why, why even? Like, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it means absolutely them. nothing. It meant nothing <laughs> to me then. And it means nothing to me. It feels now. weird to throw a trophy in the garbage too. Like, what, like, what do you do with <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. So now it's just yeah. take up space. Like, yeah. come on. Give it a goodwill, man. People, true. I don't know. Someone will use it. True, they true, they true, take true. trophies. All right, beer. What you got? Uh, also, minor hockey for me. Yeah. We used to have a player of the game sort of uh, award that was called the Subway Sniper Card, and it was, <laughs> was it uh, sponsored by Subway. <laughs> no, it was just a Subway <laughs> gift card that was oh. worth exactly the price of a like a 12 inch cold cut but then some inflation kicked in it was no longer <laughs> no longer uh, First of enough all, a cold cut specifically a cold cut well that's the just like that's price. the cheapest uh yeah yeah that's all come on man you can't spring for like uh i don't know 
is a meatball more i'm not a big meatball sub guy but like let's yeah, let's get to is. a higher tier yeah. Jeez, man yeah wow that's awesome now, do you guys remember the scene in the office where um dwight is like oh i've been i've been salesman of the month 13 it'll last 12 months that's right Last February, I did so well that corporate gave me two plaques in lieu of a pay raise. Well, <laughs> for for years, I, I wrote for the university athletic department covering games, so many games for I just zero dollars, just no money at all. And each year they would each year they would come out and give me I got them right here, too little writer of the year pieces of paper they're not even, oh, not no. even plaques like not even they're little framed. pieces of paper i didn't get them framed it feels kind of disrespectful to throw them out so now may i ask why one has your middle name and one doesn't is that because dude you requested I, it uh, uh <laughs> no i didn't i didn't request that sutherland be added on um and the fact that it's such an egregiously long middle name that, like they didn't even like extend, yeah, didn't extend the lines like look extend. how much it's falling off the end there it's so disrespectful <laughs> no they honestly that i think that was my first year writing there um and uh not to break still got writer of the year i'm uh modern day charles dickens and so they put sutherland in every one of the articles i wrote on so and they fucked me over because there's this uh website called muckrack which is like such a weird name for a website for uh journalists where it, it just kind of automatically like i didn't make it but it automatically um adds all your articles onto it so because my oldest stuff has mm. sutherland if you go on to it i'm just forever david oh. sutherland stall they thought it was a part of my last name i don't know if i added that in they didn't know me well enough to even know what my name was um yeah what a slap in the face now after his poor start to the season the golden state warriors began trade talks for kelly Oubre jr this week but head coach steve kerr reportedly felt it right to approach Oubre first with the news to justify the rumors guys when was the time you struggled to approach a difficult conversation coop yeah, so a couple of months ago, um, I was on my way to work, and I was in a big rush, and uh, so I, I didn't have time to eat breakfast, and I had a, a, a quick uh, protein smoothie whipped up, Yeah, and I couldn't find a lid for the thing or whatever, like I'm just driving to, to work, it's across the street essentially, and I go into my car, my, my father's car, yeah. and I put it on the, the console in between, and then I drop my keys in between it, and I'm, I'm also soaking wet because it's raining, big fiasco, whatever, press for time, did I not mention that? And then I swing my arm around and I smack the, uh, the protein drink or the smoothie. And it just goes all over the seats and the dash and like just everywhere. And my difficult conversation was coming back into my house and, and having to, with my tail between my legs, having to confront my father <laughs> yeah. and tell him what I just did to his car. <laughs> Dad, the truth is um, I'm a man who wears many, many hats. Uh, sometimes <laughs> that's content consumer. Sometimes that's uh, a little protein bit of a Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right great answer gary what uh up? yeah mine's actually very similar to that one uh one time i made pancakes on the ceiling i talked about this on the, the oh podcast. my lord yeah i witnessed it so Jesus. i i whipped up the batter in a blender and it was like super <laughs> like there's a big air bubble in there i guess and i couldn't get the lid off and i was just trying my hardest i finally got the lid off and when i opened that thing it just exploded all over this kitchen on the ceiling and everything and still to this day there's stains okay the, i was gonna ask ceiling. i I haven't had the privilege of going there to, to watch whatever football or, or a nice yeah, game yeah, night yeah. forever. This is pre pre COVID obviously, but uh, I think this happened what like fall 20. Yeah. Like last year, like 20, 19 or something. So, yeah. yeah, man, it was all like, it got to corners that you wouldn't, you oh wouldn't believe. God, yeah. And luckily, yeah. yeah, like 
we had some like little water stains in the similar area so i just passed it off as like water more stain. water staining but yeah, yeah. why is it <laughs> it's actually pancake pancake <laughs> yeah like, no that's just water all right beer what up i didn't have one for this now i feel disappointed you guys you know what i answers. know what i love about uh beer and this is actually this is a compliment is that a lot of people Yikes. will like you, you look back on like i don't know the tonight show any show like from johnny carson back in the, the 70s and 80s that you come well a lot of people felt pressure to like come <laughs> with stories or come with like something funny caleb's personality is so uh electric that him saying i don't know actually like counts as a funny story like just the, uh, sorry i didn't have anything you're like holy shit did you see the way he said that though that was awesome mine uh that being said mine isn't great mine is just uh dude it's it's every breakup ever and we, like you can imagine too just because i'm so i am once again I, I just have this craving to be a people pleaser and i hate that i just my ideal breakup, I think they just move away. I think they just like, they go, no sorry, I, I have to move and be like, okay, guess it's done. So, Cause man, look, these are short little, let's say like these are short flings more than full on relationships, but and ending, ending is just a, a sea of ambiguity and it makes it so much worse for everyone. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting their time. I will honestly take three or four weeks to break up with someone. I Ow. yeah three to three to four which that's a waste of time very mature huge huge <laughs> waste of, I look I couldn't be more in this huge waste of time couldn't be more disrespectful I can't help it I, I look up to Steve Kerr um in an incredible way but guys last night <laughs> LeBron James once again got into it with a fan on the sidelines in Atlanta a woman the internet has recently dubbed courtside karen now later after being kicked out she went online to defend herself bash lebron and make sure that the world knew that she was a 25 year old a bold claim that she insisted was true <laughs> guys when was the time you boosted yourself up with the help of a lie so in uh, in high school me and a uh, close friend of the pod and uh, caleb's roommate were badminton partners and uh, after we graduated and, uh, oh. and so forth, we, we proceeded to, to coach the badminton team there. And um, those, for, those listeners outside of Ontario, there's uh, Ontario uh, championships essentially for each high school sport, and it's called OFSA. Is the um, is a sport, the yeah, name. for everything sports for, for and every sport, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so um, it's called OFSA and it's held in various locations across Ontario, and um, we'd always tell um, our, our, our athletes that, uh, you know, we, we went to OFSA. Now, do we specify that we went there as in a coaching capacity <laughs> and not as players? Not necessarily, but they'd be just in shock and always say, yeah, like we made it to OFSA. Like it's, it's, it's attainable pretty yeah. much. So yeah, yeah that's a great, that's a great lie. Great lie yeah. to use. <laughs> yeah. Now, Gary, what you got? You know, just anytime, you know, friends are reminiscing about old stories that have happened and they, you know, sometimes they get the details wrong and they attribute yeah. like, the good things put the good parts of the story to someone someone else that it didn't actually happen to and i used to like people would be like oh gary like you're the one who said this like hilarious phrase or whatever and all you get that a lot, all, like, always insane all the time i'm always trying That's to be bullshit. like no no this was actually like oh stall said or like nick said this or like someone else said it but now i just take it i'm just like yep it was me 
Yeah, I I'm respect hilarious. that. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. People got to get their shit together. Yeah, though. Like you, you're a fu- you're a funny guy, life of the party. But like Jesus, man, people would honestly <laughs> think that you're fucking Bob Hope to listen to stories. Like, man, this guy is like a generational <laughs> comedy genius. He said every joke over the past four years at every fucking party. Yeah, what a right, stuffy beer. rap. Friends. Yeah. Um, what, what Bob Hope? Bob Hope. Bob <laughs> what America's Jesus. greatest export. The, the most the most successful career in show business. All right, go ahead, Beer, before I sound more like an eight-year-old man. <laughs> Mine's just every cover letter I've ever written in my life. That's yeah. it's yeah. not really lying. It's more just some embellishing of the truth, I would say. Yeah, and, and that, that's totally fair. And I, I have the same answer, not anymore, but for my first job, oh, I straight up lied. Oh, my <laughs> city. And, yeah. and that's, this is actually my advice to younger listeners. And maybe not for a career job. If you're trying to get a part-time job, just pay some bills, lie away, lie about everything. And I had a high school teacher that I'm still close with um, say, never lie on your resume. That's not true. No way, Jose. No, you can lie. <laughs> they're going to lie to you a million times. They're going to, they're going to tell, oh, everyone here is, I, the amount of shitty part-time jobs I had in high school where they're like, oh, we're such a team here. We're such a family. And then I go into aisle two and they're like, if you touch my bag lunch one more time, I swear to God, I'll stab you in the throat. Like they, they suck. Lie. I, I told people that I like ran the parking lot that I um, was the attendant at. Like I was like, yeah, I managed all the blah, 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 blah. no. I, I was the worst parking lot attendant ever. I booked myself for my own graduation, for God's <laughs> sakes. We've talked about that in the past. But <laughs> All right, guys. Let's jump in to our picks before we head off. <laughs> All right, guys. A wild week of picks last week. Man, okay. So last week, me and Caleb kind of went at it. Uh, and what a topsy-turvy back and forth we've had this week, especially with Carson just – Look, I hate to say it, kind of dominating the pick so far. What are you, eight and two right now, Coop? Eight and three, I think. Eight and three right here. I'm just pulling up the page. Yeah, you're eight and three, and me and Beer are uh, are at five and six right now. We're all tied up. So let's jump in. This week, we've got on Friday, the Timberwolves at Thunder, Saturday, Warriors at Mavericks, and then Sunday, Celtics at Suns. What you got? We'll start with Coop here. You want me to give you all three? Give me, give me all three, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with Thunder, Warriors, and Celtics. Thunder, Warriors, and Celtics. All right. What you got, Beer? I'm going to take the Thunder, the Mavs, and the Celtics. Thunder, Mavs, Celtics. Ooh, I kind of want to – oh, you're taking Celtics over Suns. Kind of makes me want to swerve. Injured ooh, injured Celtics. I think I'm going to go mm, Thunder – Mavericks and we'll go Suns. Yeah, we'll do it up. All right. Maybe, maybe I can squeak past beer this week. Maybe Carson finally hits a slump. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for listening, for watching, however you're consuming. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. It helps us out so much. Fellas, thanks for joining. An awesome Bachelor recap, awesome NBA rundown, fantastic episode. Gary, remember. Like it says in my new hat. Read it and weep. A wet bird never flies at night. Boom. Peace.